You're listening to Tucson's New Rock. 92.1 KFMA. Green Valley, Tucson. Hey, it's the Love Line, and we're all Dr. Drew, and uh, we're uh, in a battle royale here. Unraveling the mysteries of Anne during the break, and uh, we'll be back in 10 seconds. This is Love Line. New Rock. KFMA. 92.1 FM. Green Valley, Tucson. Beer went? You're right. What? what was that? <laughs> Didn't work. Hallelujah. Okay. Engineer Mike experimenting with the uh, antiquated Westwood II uh, equipment. And we were in a very heated discussion here during the break about uh, why Anne uh, became attacking and furious uh, to poor James, who was a zoophiliac with his lovely Akita. This is a caller partner. we had uh, a couple of weeks back where the guy had sex, uh, consensual, as he would play with his dog. And uh, Anne was uh, reporting. Pulse. She found that. Uh, well, I think anybody who has sex with their animals. Yes, it was disgusting. disgusting. But I found uh, Stephen, right. the last caller, who was uh, just victimizing the hell out of these poor women, just equally as, as uh, despicable. I, I find him more despicable. I'm with you on this. Uh, it, the other guy is just um, pathetic. pathetic. Yeah, pathetic. Is that, it's is. just loser material. I mean, having sex with your dog. It, it, it's, it's a little but more than pathetic. I'm telling you, the dog uh, should have. Uh, what was the dog's name, Samson? Brutus. Brutus. Why do I. I was on vacation all week. Okay. That's funny. You give it a name uh, out of the Bible. Uh, he he uh, needed a Shakespeare. Oh, Shakespeare. I'm sorry. I was thinking of uh, was that Caesar? Yeah. Okay. Who was I thinking of in the Bible? His name like Brutus? No. Who's the guy who went after Christ? Uh, uh, John the Baptist. Judas. Judas. Now, right. Okay. I got my Judas and my Brutus. Ah, uh, here's my point. Uh, the dog, hey, I say the dog should change the name to Lucky because the dog was receiving oral pleasure from this guy. And how, Hey, listen, when I rub my puppy's belly, his leg starts moving like he's on some sort of invisible skateboard. My dog couldn't be happier when I rub his belly. I'd like to see what this dog would do if I gave it oral pleasure. All right. All right, it's very lucky. And the dog, Here's what I'm saying, though. And the dog this. mounts him. It wasn't, he wasn't mounting the dog. But he trained it to do that. dog wouldn't do that naturally. How did he train it? He didn't put pate in his crack. He just uh, he just got on his hands and knees naked. And the dog just uh, did what uh, you know, God's work. Oh, it's bizarre. Oh, <laughs> why do we have to? Uh, why do we get up? What's up, Anna? What? What? No, you're missing my point. What the guys did to the girl, I thought was awful and mean. But I think she put herself in that position by getting drunk and going home with somebody that she doesn't know. She's opening herself up to something like that Yeah, but happening. you know who does that? We talk to the people who do that all night, the, vic the victims, the people who are victimized by mom and dad and Uncle Lou, and, you know, it's sad. Right, and so it, it's not a good situation any way you look at it. But, right. I just, I, I'm all in favor of personal responsibility, and I, I totally agree with you on that front, but I can't get past feeling horrible for these women. That I feel more sorry up. for her than I do for Brutus. Uh -uh. Brutus is fine. <laughs> I feel sorry for that guy's anus. Forget about Brutus. Come on. And he actually said that the dog would mount him up and then flip over 180 degrees like uh, they do in the wild. And, oh, man. Uh, the only thing worse than uh, having a dog's penis in your ass would be when the dog does the pivot move to me. Like uh, like you're some kind of bo uh, bottle of cheap wine trying to pull a cork. Hey, Annie. Hi. Hey, you're 18. Wow, I actually wasn't expecting you to come so quickly. Uh, that sounds bad. Yeah, if I had a nickel for every time I heard that. 
I'm a dysfunctional relationship junkie, and I really don't have any cause for it from my past. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you guys are always talking about how... Well, tell, uh, give us an example of one of your dysfunctional relationships. Um, I don't know. I just I'm like a bad picker, I guess. Give us a, Describe one of them. What's the latest one been like? The latest one? What happened? Um, jeez. Okay. Well, I've been with both guys and with girls in, in monogamous relationships. Mm-hmm. And neither works. I mean, probably to that. Describe. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, sorry, Annie. Hang on for about an hour. You're not going to do it? No, I'm, I'm tired of this. Uh, you've asked her three times to describe the relationship. The last one. What did you say? Describe the, the latest, last The latest. Okay, so. Uh, Love line uh, rewind. Here we go, Drew. Describe the latest relationship you've had. Oh, I've, I've been with um, guys, I've been with girls, and they, none of them seem to work out. But describe the last one you had. They're all dysfunctional. I mean, I don't know. <sighs> Describe the latest. <laughs> now, now, just go ahead and, and waller in hold purgatory. I, I, um, I, I hope there's no. I hope there's no music they get to listen to when they're on hold either. I hope, I hope they uh, listen to like um, a Snowbird by Ann Murray. No, they listen, they listen to, to you. your drone. It's oh, worse. Don't worry about yes. it. Yes. All right. That is a certain kind of pain. I'm uh, moving right on to this call, Drew. I don't like you and your call selection tonight. Cam? Yeah. You're uh, 19. What's going on? What's going on there, Cam? Uh, I've been dating this girl, uh, Katrina, for about a year or so. Um, and at the same time, I've had this lover, Dave, on the side for about uh, two years. And uh, Dave and I uh, use butt beads, and um, Dave's wanting to do a threesome with all of us. And I'm wondering mm-hmm. what my best way to approach uh, Katrina is. Does that, she know you have other people? Uh, she doesn't. Is that you, Dave, and the butt beads, or uh, you, Dave, and Kriti- uh, Katrina? Katrina. That's a rhetorical question. Thank you for knowing. Oh, then having that's a fine. Threesome? You want to, you want to, you want to get all three of you together, right? And 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 have sex with her. What about Dave? Is he going to go for that? Oh yeah, that's what he wants to do. So he's bisexual? Right. Uh, but Katrina's going to freak out, right? <laughs> Katrina just thinks you're a heterosexual guy? Right. She's she think, not into toys or anything. She thinks you're her boyfriend? Yeah. She is going to freak out. Don't expect this to be a happy uh, rec- realization for her. Mm-hmm. Right? If, if you were having sex with anybody, or even Brutus, she's going to freak out. <laughs> That's the official Loveline mascot, Brutus, the uh, oral sex-given dog. Receiving. And both, yeah. He gives and receives. Very versatile, that Brutus. So what am I to do here? Shoot myself? Uh, no, and the relationship with Katrina. Because you, you are, are you gay, Cam? Yeah. All right. So you shouldn't be. Yeah, you shouldn't mess around with the girl anyway. You know, that's not where you're. That's not where you're, what you're evolving into. Your mature orientation is going to be homosexual, and you will you will die an old queen. You're going to hurt this woman either way because this this is not going to be a relationship that's going to be sustained. Don't make it worse by dragging her into a threesome and hurting her even more. Just end that relationship and go on with your boyfriend. That's fine. right. And uh, by the way, when you're bi as a male, I believe that's um, that's slang for gay. It's short for gay. It's long for gay. You're not long for gay. Put it that you're way. Not long for bi. You're, yeah, yeah, you're not long for 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 bye. That that is how that goes. But at that age, I think that's reasonable. Yes, that's not homo. It is what, Drew? Half mom. Thank you. Can't believe you got me to say that. I really have to get myself a uh, put out a dictionary. But the point is, is when you're by plus uh, butt beads. Oh boy, 
Uh, didn't doesn't take the jury long for that one. Craig. Yeah. You're 23. Yes, I am. What's going on there? Um, I had a question about a uh, GHB. All yeah. right, hold on a second. What? I'm going to try Annie one more time. Five. Drew, ask her that question. Annie. Uh-huh. Describe your last relationship. His brother was trying to kill himself. His, he was the go-between between his mother and his father, who were in a messy divorce. And Not what was that. your relationship with him like? He took out all of his aggression on me. Not physically, not sexually. Just he is a, was a very closed individual. How long did that go on for? A year. Man, doesn't that feel better, Annie? No, I kind of feel like I want to kick you in the ass. No offense or anything, but really. But didn't it feel better just to answer the questions that were asked? I was trying. Oh, you were trying? He asked you three effing times. Wait, no, wait a minute. No, but, so, so, but let's, but, no, let Annie be. Annie, All right. Uh, and you don't see... I respected you for so long, Adam, and you're so mean to me. You're just now getting to know him in more realistic no, perception. You, you, you listen, you thought I was right when I did it to all the other goofball callers on this show, but when it was done to you, you didn't like it. I suppose so. Annie, I don't know you from anyone else Annie, who calls Annie, this show. Annie, Annie. God, you're, yes, just, you're just... Shut up, Drew. Uh, why no. don't you see how there was anything in your upbringing that set you up for any of this stuff? Well, I, I listen to the show way off. Yeah, yeah. Like, so what, and what is it you don't see in your upbringing? I don't see any of the typical, like, abuse or, um, you know, the Cleaver family or, you know, anything. What about the whole bisexual thing? How long have you been bisexual? Um, I think forever. Uh-huh. You, like, don't, you I, don't have... Did you hear that call we had earlier tonight with the sort of the hippie parents? They were... They, everything... They were... Parents were I actually super... just turned on the radio right when that... Okay. Well, here, here's, here's what... Here's what sometimes comes from what you've got is... is uh, parents that are really... Got a lot of sort of uh, aggressive tendencies underlying, but on the surface, everything is just cool and hip, and you can no, talk to us about anything. Like that it's at all. All right. Is not it... All. all right. Is it very, very rigid and very uh, controlling? No, not really. It's, it's kind of... It's kind of like... A happy medium. All right, let me get let me ask some questions here, Drew. Please don't gamble on me. There's no, no, we're gamble. not gambling. Where's your dad? Um, he lives with my mom. And um, they're still together then. They've been together for thirty-seven years. And uh, he was a big part of your life. Uh huh. Never struck you. Never uh, raised a penis to you. <laughs> no. No. And uh, you have no animosity toward him. Not at all. So you have no uh, examples of um, dysfunctional relationships. You just are, you're, you're just sort of fouled all on your own. I mean, it's, I think it's, so. I think it's all of my doing. Well, I, I, you know, I, it, first off, I got to say it's, a, uh, it's like a breath of fresh air uh, hearing that because most our listeners are fouled via things that their parents did to them. But uh, <laughs> you've managed to. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just all on my own. Foul yourself. All right. Are you angry? No, not really. No, no. see, that, this, this is what I'm getting from Annie, you're, you're extremely angry yeah, you're and, and, and aggressive. I just got pissed at, at Adam I, I for, for making me feel but, like what everyone else feels like. But, <laughs> I, went, I went into this call totally thinking that I was not going to be treated like an, an uh, a caller, Like a caller. <laughs> All right. Uh, but but, I, but I, I was picking up on that even before Adam, and be, Adam became, uh, you know, uh, attacking. Abusive, abusive, abrasive. Yeah. Before he did his job. Uh, and I... I don't know where that's coming from. I mean, I, I again, I wonder, what does your dad do for a living? Um, he is a real, like, commercial real estate, but he's also like got a lot of feed in politics. Yeah, see, this is this is what this is what I'm keep going for with you, Annie. Is this sort of that uh, uh, parents that have a, a sort of pseudo front 
that their real self is something very different than the one they present to you or the world. And it can be very uh, difficult and very, very... Uh, I, I really have, I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, like, I've, I've, I really have a, a complete almost knowledge of my father. Like, he, he knows me kind of inside and out and, and compares himself with me. I know where he's coming from. My, my psychiatrist and I talk about it all the time. All right, what is... The, <laughs> I have a psychiatrist. What does the psychiatrist think is going on? Sorry? What does the psychiatrist think is going on? Um, she just knows where my parents are, are coming from. Like, I really don't talk to her about my relationships because I, I don't f fully, um... Why are you going to a psychiatrist? Because I, I was diagnosed with ADD and she's a specialist. Mm -hmm. You have any brothers or sisters? Yeah. What's their story? Um, we're both adopted. Ah. Okay. Hmm. Well, that adoption... Is, is can be can be a significant impact on your development. I mean, is, that, that is not all by yourself. That yeah, you is will find one for the brother or yeah. sister thing. All right, come on, Drew. Yeah. Okay. Fine. You high got five. Some, got, got some. Yeah. Air. No, I just but, I did the radio high five where I high five myself, and people thought it was you. But uh, it, 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 people underestimate sometimes the impact that uh, adoption can have on kids. It can be quite substantial. It can be take a long time to sort out, and that's what Annie's in the process of doing. All right. So uh, Annie, we'll just uh, break the bread and bury the hatchet here. Um, you know what you're doing. You're in therapy. Go ahead. Feel free to bring this up in, in therapy <laughs> yeah. and uh, and work on it. Keep your eyes open. You're 18. And remember that ADD, by the way, in in my estimation, can be a marker for addiction, alcoholism too. About a significant percentage of ADD kids end up alcohol or Craig. have the gene of alcoholism. Craig, hi. You're 23. You had that uh, GHB question. Yeah, I did. Um, uh, I did some GHB like a week ago, uh -huh. and, uh, and I told my brother about it, mm -hmm. and uh, he said, dude, don't do that, you know, that, that'll really uh, mess you up. Right. So I was, I was just wondering uh, what kind of dangers it has, because uh, it's kind of new around here. Well, and, uh, it's not I, new in the country, it's been around for quite a few years now, and it comes and goes in the sort of cycles of popularity. Common in rave scenes, it's, did you t get a little Dixie cup, like a liquid? Yeah. Yeah. It was a clear liquid. Yeah. And uh, the difficult part with it, uh, one of the difficulties with it, is that it can't be dosed. You don't really never know exactly what you're getting. A Dixie cup can be equivalent to a six-pack of beer or a couple cases. Mm. It's very hard to know exactly what you've got. And the intoxication is very similar to alcohol, except that there's a very narrow difference between intoxication and seizure and coma and death. They, they, they can come be very close to one another in terms of the dose you take. Whereas with the booze, you'd have to drink like Engineer Mike right. to dose, uh, induce a coma. Right. And right. with GHB, it's very, it could happen accidentally and easily. All right. So, uh, yeah, you see those uh, things on hard copy where the kid's uh, flailing around the uh, sidewalk in front of the nightclub. i got to get back into that rave scene, though, Jerome. I'll tell you that. Have you ever been to rave? No. Yeah. <laughs> Troll. I know you love Stop that. Stop the presses. Drew's not been to a rave. I know you love that techno music too. Yeah, there's nothing I like uh, better than that techno music. Oh, for Christ's sake, Emily. Yeah. I'd like to go to like an acoustic rave. <laughs> Do they have something like that, like a uh, unplugged rave? Oh, a classical rave. Classical rave. <laughs> Emily. Oh yeah, you're asking me. Yeah, you're 17. What's happening with you? Well, my question is um, kind of a concern, really. Um, my best friend, we've been really good friends for a long time, mm -hmm. and, um, and she's, <laughs> I don't know how to put it nicely, but she's pretty vain, <laughs> and she gets a lot of attention from guys because she puts a lot of attention 
into her looks. And what's your question so, for us? Um, well, I feel I'm jealous because I don't get, like, the attention from guys, and I don't know if that's, like, a normal Oof. feeling. Or do you get anything from the attention that she gets? What, what do you mean? Is there anything positive you get out of that? Oh, well, I mean, it's, it's nice to know that she gets attention. Is that... No, no, no. Do you personally? Is, she, is there, um, you know, any leftovers? Is oh. that what you're asking, Drew? Or, is or, she real good looking? Yeah, she's good. Or there's something called basking in the narcissistic <laughs> glow by just being around a person that's getting yeah, all this Yeah, that's when I used to hang out with, like, MC Hammer. <laughs> so when I was part of his uh, posse with the genie pants, <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's what I was doing. Uh. Hey, Emily. Uh-huh. So let's say on a scale of 1 to 10, uh, what do you give her? She's probably about... Um, Mm-hmm. Eight and a half, nine. All right. What do you give yourself? Um, it, well, we're different, but uh, probably about the same. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not. I'm yeah, see, there's something something else thinking. going on here. It's not. It's not that she's not attractive. I think she's she's real grown up. See, here, here's what I suspect. I, I'm I'm suspecting that you kind of attached yourself to her because you perceive her as more powerful and in some way better looking. And now that actually that's coming to reality in terms of how people are per perceiving her, now you're getting envious, which is a very destructive feeling to have in a relationship. Right. You need, you need to separate yourself and present your own wares, yourself as a separate person of, own, of your own worth, mm. and don't worry about what she is or is not getting. Don't attach yourself to her because she's a more powerful person. She isn't. You're fine by yourself. Well, I know, it's hard, like when we go out and... You need, maybe you need to spend some time well, by yourself. Well, why are guys all over her and not over you? I don't know. You don't know? Because she, is, she feels less than worthwhile. She says, even though she understands... She you know, why do guys pick up on that? All right, you're, you're giving something off then. Oh, hell, Emily. That's all I ever did was go out with a bunch of good-looking guys. <laughs> You're still, you're still envious and mad about that. And then now they've, no, they've, they've, they're all, they've all been in jail for 12 years, and you still pissed at them. They still did, really? They did better than I, I did in now jail. when they were in prison. Yes, yes. Because oh, yeah. they trade cigarettes and stuff for sex. <sighs> all right. Yeah, listen, man, it helped make a man out of her. Mike. Yeah. You're 13. Yeah, like uh, three months ago, my girlfriend was forcing me to have sex with her. Oh. How, how old is your girlfriend? She's 13, too. So I did, you, know, you did. Uh, just uh, like a week and a half ago, she told me that she was bisexual. Oh boy! Yeah, it's just so, the you know, guys. Kind of freaked me out, and I've been talking to my homegirl. And that hey, what's up, Annette? Your if what? You, if you're listening, and uh, his homegirl. Yeah, you know, she's just my friend. I've known friend. for a while. Uh huh. Homegirl's someone um, who's uh, you're not scrawny. Hell no! No offense or anything, which is yeah. All right. So, anyway, Mike. Yeah, and uh, she told me that um, she was bisexual today. Or not today, but last week. And uh, she told me today that she wants to bring her girlfriend over here mm. tomorrow. Don't do it. Jesus Christ. Huh? Don't do it. Get away from the Hey, Mike, girl. have you had intercourse with her? With my girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah, but she told me that she did it because uh, the word was going around school and stuff that she was a lesbo, and she did it to, lesbo. you know... Yeah. Like, What's going on? Sure, I'm moving out of the country. Uh. Yeah, prove that she wasn't. Yeah. Uh, okay, Mike? Yeah? Um, you, you may have gotten in a little over your head sexually here. Yeah. Um, you're liable to take an elbow in the uh, scrotum or something like that. Um, you're going to get someone pregnant. You're going to get some uh, herpes or something. Uh, this is a mess. This you're, girl's you're trouble. Yeah, just, just back off. Yeah. Can you do that? 
Okay. All right, Mike. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was 13. I couldn't even find my own penis at 13. I didn't know where it was. Actually, my, uh, my dad had given my penis a timeout oh, at, uh, oh, at 13. It, uh, yeah. It's an interesting concept. Hey, hey, our guests are in here. Oh, no. What the hell is it with this show? That's not a guest? Uh, oh, this guy's good looking. Let's put him on. Hey, can you do like a table dance for Ann or something? She's really been uh, revved up tonight. All right, you got to get in your underwear at some point. What do you do? What does this guy do, Ann? Let, let's he could talk get about in his it. underwear. Let's talk about it off the air, shall yeah. we? Okay. Go to break, yeah. All right, are, you, are, you the, are you the wrangler for the guys? Uh, one yeah, this of them. This is fascinating. Okay. This is one side of discussion, but let's let's talk off the air. Okay, we got we got some underwear models that are supposed to come in here, and um, and Drew's doing a little homework, so we'll go to break so he can finish that up. Thank and you. You'll be ready when we come back. I, I think so. Then I'll be ready. Okay. Love line with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. We'll be right back. Tucson's New Rock, 92.1 KFMA. Hi, this is Suzanne Summers, and you're listening to Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla, so don't go away. Fair enough. Phone number for Loveline. Who's music? Whose music is this? That's Cherry Pop and Daddies. These guys are great. I got their CD. Who are they? Uh, they'd be the Cherry Pop were, and were Daddies. Were they on while I was gone or something? Or they... No, they weren't on this show. I saw them open for Real Big Fish at a House of Blues, and they're just excellent in person. Uh, it sounds just like this. Big band, you know, horns, the whole oh, bit, all awesome. suit, suit, whole thing. Stuff. Yeah. Book this band, would you, Ann? For our wedding. <laughs> all right. Phone number, 1-800-LVE-191. Uh, the structure, uh, actually one of the structure underwear models is here. That would be uh, Matt Westmore, not to be. Uh, your dad uh, didn't uh, was involved in the uh, Vietnam campaign, was he? Uh, no. Was that Westmoreland? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I turned that into one name, though. I, I know. All right. So uh, first off, all right, so the structure thing, is, um, it's starting, how many years has this thing been running? This is the third year. Third annual. And it's starting to gather a little momentum. It is. We're starting to get a little notoriety. People starting to see us out there. There's basically, they have this sort of nationwide search for the guy who looks the best in his uh, drawers. Mike, <laughs> uh, it's bitter apples with Mike because for the third year in a row, he was passed over. He claims it was the excessive back hair. I, uh, that, that I'm, might saying, do it. I'm saying it's the protruding gut. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, uh, Mike's uh, Mike's looking for a lawyer. As People we prefer speak. to call that a panis. <laughs> his gut. <laughs> he needs a little like it's. It's really just something he can rest his beer on while he's napping. All how right, big so, is your butt? All right. So anyway, uh, Matt is one of the uh, now. How many? How many cuts do they do, man? Well, actually, it starts out with, uh, they have a nationwide search, like you said, and it starts out with, the, we had approximately about 13,000 applications. Mm -hmm. And through the process, they break it down to about 23 guys, mm -hmm. which were the semifinals in Columbus, Ohio. Right. And then from there, we, we pull, they pull out 10 guys. Why Columbus, Ohio? That's where structure is based. Oh, is that? Okay. There, yeah. so, and then 10 guys are the finalists who actually end up being the underwear model team, the 10 finalists. Right. Um, and from those 10 finalists, they pick one of the guys to represent structure and appear on the box covers. And that is actually Rusty Joyner. Right. Um, <laughs> the porn name. But Rusty is uh, gathering rust at LAX right now because these Rusty and uh, Eden are coming uh, from from Texas out Austin, here. Texas, right. And you're from out here. I'm from Los Angeles. And now, 
so you have ten guys, and 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 uh, but you don't all travel together, right? Because if, if the plane went down, uh, Anne would kill herself. So uh, you, you travel separately, and like you, five of you uh, spread out in your underwear and cover this part of the country, and then the other five guys go over there. Or Basically, we're actually a bunch of us were just in New York doing a couple TV shows this week. Um, so uh, and then Rusty and Eon have been on tour doing the Valentine's tour right now across the United States, uh, doing about sixteen cities in now, about sixteen days. So they're doing a lot of traveling. You're wearing uh, they're sort of boxers and uh, what you call the midway briefs boxer but, briefs yeah but in the boxers i noticed the fly tends to pop open quite a bit <laughs> and, and certainly could be an embarrassing moment if you're working your way down the uh, runway right do they put a stitch and sew it shut or do you wear like uh you know a g-string or you know like a <laughs> like a speedo or something <laughs> underneath the underwear no actually you know what the uh the fly has a button on the front two buttons on the front oh, it does it does so it stays closed there's nothing going on under that though uh, there's stuff going on, but there's nothing else on underneath But those. you're not wearing a pair of Speedos yourself? No. Because no. there could be some uh, overzealous, uh, crazed, drunken we've had a few of those. woman who would just charge the stage. Oh, yeah, we've seen them. Women, um, by the way, more men go to strip joints than women do, and more men uh, spend more money, and so on and so forth. But women go insane at see, these things. You ever see Full Monty? <laughs> yeah. I did. Great yeah, they, yeah, but and, and they're right. The women sit up front and start oh, yeah. screaming and flapping their arms and grabbing. Whereas, you know what guys do? Guys sit up front. Uh, they rest their gut on the uh, stage <laughs> and then they try to make intimate eye contact with the stripper because they think they're going to get some later. But that's the point. The guys mean it. The girls don't mean it. I, and, and that's right. And, 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 and it's interesting. I, I the same phenomenon when I'm. You know, we and I go out and sign stuff for people, and invariably people ask Adam, these young women, Adam, please sign my breast. Mm -hmm. I thought, what is that impulse? What is that? And they all say, <laughs> don't I, talk him out of that impulse. And they, they all say, oh, it's nothing. I, I just want to take a picture of it. That'd it's be one funny. Of his I thought it'd be funny. I, I, <laughs> right. And, uh, uh, I get the gag booze. Boop. <laughs> All right, uh, so, uh, Matt, what uh, what were you doing before you uh, got into the structure modeling? Actually, I was uh, living in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, working for St. Joe's Hospital in their sports medicine department and uh, applied for the contest while I was there and actually moved into uh, moved back to L.A. in the interim and uh, found out that I was going to be selected as one of the semifinals to go to Columbus first. Um, and How did you, uh, did, who, who told you about this competition? Actually, my girlfriend brought home an application first and oh. brought it home and said, hey, you know, why don't you give this a shot? Oh, uh, she just, she, she sealed her own fate with that application. <laughs> now you're, you're, you're traveling from coast to coast and you're underpants, there's uh, women uh, clawing at you. you. How old are you? I'm 26. Yeah, you won't be able to say no that many times. <laughs> I give you like eight no's before you just cave in. Oh, God, I'm doing pretty good. We're having a good time traveling. Though. Oh. I'll tell you, you could get Ann, Sherry, and Lisa right now. <laughs> you really could, right through the uh, right through the mail <laughs> slot in the front door. You wouldn't even you wouldn't have to open the door. That's not cheating, is it, Ann? No. <laughs> okay, Ann's disgusted. All right, so Matt, you jump in on uh, right. some of these questions uh, with us, and uh, Rusty and uh, Eden uh, maybe uh, might be here and may not be here. And let me say this, by the way, I've seen the picture of all all ten of you. To me, it's a coin toss. I mean, these guys got the uh, washboard uh, guts and they got the, uh, you know, ripped uh, biceps, the whole nine yards. And I don't know how you figure out who is uh, better uh, out of the ten. But uh, then again, I couldn't judge a bodybuilding competition for the same reason, too. Mm -hmm. the, all the top ten or five guys look exactly the same. Right. Which is um, better than me in my underwear. Jason. 
Yeah, you had a call earlier tonight about chode. Some guy was asking about uh, what chode meant. Yeah, choda is really what I'm looking for. But oh, yeah, well, go ahead. I don't really know what choda means, but chode is short for chorizo, and it's Spanish slang for uh, cow penis. Oh, that's yeah, right. You Thank you. I got that one. I thought it was Spanish for penis, too. Yep, just wanted to clear that all up with you. Thank you, Jason. Cool. <laughs> all right, see? You fail Spanish, but uh, you certainly know You're your slang. way around a cow penis. <laughs> <laughs> you must have seen something down in Tijuana. All right, so if you're down in TJ and uh, some um, some uh, woman offers you up a ladle full of uh, chota stew, you pass. Or, or chodriso or something. Yeah, you just uh, just pass on that one. <laughs> Summer. Yes. You're 27. Hey, what's up? Nothing. First thing I want to say to Dr. Drew is, Dr. Drew, I know that you're raising your children right, and you don't have to worry about your daughter going off to college and getting messed up with that rodeo college guy well god bless you for reassuring me but I, i'll tell you what i i um it's interesting i did an interview over the weekend and the guy was asking me all these questions about what, what i'm going to talk to my kids about and stuff and i told him i i'm just i'm just another parent i'm just as pathetic and helpless and uh, dysfunctional as every other parent trying to do the best job they possibly can i have a lot of information and hopefully if i can communicate to the kids properly it'll work out okay but you and adam and i you, you have role played on this stuff and i feel miserably every time yeah it drew's a horrible father should be taken away from no the it's not not, not that at all. no but m most of our listeners are on methadone i know i understand so you're better no, than no, no, most no, of our listeners no, as parents yeah right. well okay. i listen to you guys all the time and dr drew you're gonna do fine thank you don't even worry about you have it. kids no, I don't. <laughs> no. Hey, Summer. Um, yeah. You're 27? Yes. Are you single? No, I'm married. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'll see um, you. I've actually <laughs> been with my high school sweetheart um, and got married a couple years ago. Oh, right. My That's question horrible. is, um, I've been on the pill for 10 years, and I want to get off just yeah. because... Um, you give your body a break, huh? Yeah, and mm -hmm. my husband thinks that my sex drive is going to go down. Dude, Does he remember what it was like when you were off the pill? Is that what he's telling you? Oh, gosh, no, probably not. He's just concerned that it years. might. He's concerned because he actually said, oh, I heard Dr. Drew say your sex drive goes up. Mm, it does certain pills. Here, here's, here's what I have said on this show a number of times, is that after pregnancy, sometimes women's libido drop off, and sometimes something as simple as going on the pill will increase libido, particularly the triphasic pills. Are you on a triphasic or a monophasic? Um, you know what? I actually don't know. What's the name of the pill? Orthonovum. Not not the seven seven seven, but the like no. one one thirty five something yep. like that. One twenty eight. Yeah, so that's not likely to. It, it's possible that there'll be a drop off, but not real likely. Okay. Right. Okay. So switch to condoms for a while, or go get pregnant. It's time for you guys. No, no, not at all. Is your your husband's not tired of having sex with you? Not at all. Really? Talking to me. I, I, yeah, I know, I know, Adam. This, this is a strange. Adam has a real strange problem with this. The idea I, of being together with one person for extended period. Still. No, I mean <laughs> having sex. For uh, 10 years, I mean, since like, you know, the 11th grade, you've been having sex with the same person. It doesn't, doesn't, Matt, that doesn't appeal to you. Is your girlfriend listening? Uh, no, she's in Arizona right now, so uh, I'm pretty safe. Aren't we on in we're Arizona? In, we're, we're in Arizona. <laughs> she, well, so maybe, you know what, I might be in trouble then. <laughs> is, she, is she from Tucson? <laughs> or Phoenix? No, she's in Scottsdale. Uh, in Scottsdale? No, we're not in Scottsdale. Okay, then I'm fine. safe. All right, but she could be listening from her boyfriend's house in Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Oh, boy. You know she's parading around with that uh, structure, 8x10 uh, uh, glossy, and uh, your, 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 your chota highlighted, and showing it to all of her friends. 
I know I would do that. Even if I was a guy, I'd be doing that. Uh, what? Um, so you used to be, uh, were you a physical therapist? I was an exercise physiologist in, at St. Joe Sports Medicine. Or what, what do you recommend? Because uh, you guys all have to work out all the time, yeah. stay in shape and all that kind of stuff. I don't want to show my hand. Well, I got this I big, I got this big lump on my, uh, so on, on my hand from uh, when I used to be a boxing trainer. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. That could just be drained. I, I don't know. You know those Bible says you smash them with a book. Yeah. You do that anymore. It's too big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I did a little variation on that when the morning show played midgets in basketball. One of the little peckers uh, shoved me uh, into the wall behind the uh, backboard, and it and it broke, but it was right back uh, about two days later. But now, what's a good diet? I mean, should you be eating uh, protein, or should you be eating uh, carbohydrates, or uh, what should you be doing? If, you, if do you're you working out, tips? if you're working out or not working out. Well, let's say you're working out. 40, 30, 30. Is, is there some kind of supplement that yes. you... That, would you shut up there, Drew? <laughs> I know he's going to yeah. agree with me. I know he's going to agree with me. Just, hey, shut Drew's mic. Hey, Mike, shut Drew's <laughs> mic off. Mic. Thanks. You know, you definitely, though, you need a combination of carbohydrate, protein, and fats, actually. And, and there's a lot of new diets out. You see things like the zone where they're trying to increase the protein intake and, and lower the carbohydrate intake. But uh, you need a good balance of all of them uh, along with uh, uh, an exercise program. Is there some to, kind of supplement... Uh, that's good. Do you know of one? I know of one. Oh, would you? I know. One. You, you, you may not know, but All right, turn Bruce Mike back on. The uh, the balance bar is a Trader Joe's. Great, see, great supplement. That's good. good. Snack yeah. Oh, yeah, 40, 40 30, 30 is yeah. what you want to go for. Definitely. All right, but there's no good pills or uh, any quick fix. You're looking for the quick. Yeah, Adam was Adam was overnight. <laughs> no, go, go, those balance bars are just great. I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, we got uh, Matt Westmore here. He is uh, one of the uh, structure uh, underwear models, and uh, a couple of them. Well, anyway, he's the one we got, <laughs> and they all look good. I mean, you know, I say that in a very heterosexual way. I can appreciate them. You've always, you've always as sort of, it's the first time you actually let that slip out. Usually, you always say, "I, I, I can't judge these things." Of course, no, <laughs> no, I don't. I know when I see a good-looking guy. You're gay. Please, true. That was way out of line. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Exclusively on Tucson's New Rock, 92.1 KFMA. Hey everyone, this is Tommy. And Pamela Lee. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to Loveline with Adam Carolla and, and Dr. Dr. Drew. Drew. All the sexual information you could possibly need. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, huh? Okay. I, uh, I... You know, I, I vowed not to look at that video yeah. as a uh, my form of uh, silent uh, protest to uh, what I thought was uh, an intrusion. An intrusion, because we're we're friendly with them, and I thought eh, it's an intrusion. I'm not going to look at this video. But I was at the uh, supermarket today, and there was a penthouse uh, magazine, and some kid had busted the seal on it, and was sitting right by the auto traders, and it had uh, pictures of the thing, and I cracked it open, and I was just getting to the pictures. When um, some like chick pushing a cart banged into me and it got really weird, and I started sweating and I put the thing back. So uh, it, it, that was God pushing the yes, cart into me. Right. I'm thinking. Rusty Joiner is now here eating Kegasoff. Did I say that right? Uh, eat on Kegasoff. Eat on. Yes. Yeah, it's not Eden. No, it's Eat on. Yeah, change it to Eden. No, okay. Eat on. Uh, what's your nationality, Eat on? Uh, my mom's Japanese. My dad's Russian. Oh. 
See, that's good. That's good. Always have the good good mutt mixture there. It's always good. <laughs> True. That's right, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Genetic diversity improves the health of the population. Right. And, okay. uh, and it makes them look better in their underpants, Evidently. too. Uh, Matt Westmore is uh, still here. And uh, now, Rusty, you're the, you're, the, um, you're the winner, right? Yes, sir. So, um, and so this is sort of your court <laughs> here. Yeah, I mean, backseat basically. You uh, out of the so out of the ten, uh, they picked they picked you as the uh, number one guy. That's how it works. Yeah. And and then you guys are going to be at uh, KTLA doing the morning show locally uh, out here tomorrow, right? All of you, and plus right. a couple more. Um, I'm not plus three. Uh, no, it's, yeah, it's just going to be us yeah, three. Just yeah. the three and, of us. And uh, then you'll be down at the uh, Santa Monica structure uh, between 4 and uh, 8 doing... What are you doing? We'll be standing in our underwear, uh, yes. taking pictures with a bunch of screaming little really? teenage girls. Yeah. You ever get so aroused? Did they, <laughs> did they give you saltpeter or something? <laughs> <laughs> someone sue you if, if you became aroused and traumatized uh, like a, a youngster? Out there. I mean, what do you do? And does actually, anyone ever try to copy Actually, Edon's been called Woody a couple of times on the tour so far. <laughs> no, there's actually a couple of times where, uh, you know, there's some fine girls who came in. And, yeah. And, it, oh. you know, it's complicated. I got a semi, so it, I almost went, I was thinking bad thoughts, bad thoughts, bad baseball, thoughts. Baseball, baseball. I was going to run to the back, you know. But I was all right. I, I some I, girls are a little more touchy-feely than okay. others. If I stood <laughs> in my underwear for long enough, I would get an erection. Like, <laughs> when I get in my underwear, my penis goes, oh, it's, it's time to masturbate. I, I thought that stopped in 10th grade there. <laughs> no, I just my penis just thinks like when when you show the dog the leash, Pavlov's they think dog, it's time yeah. to go out. Go. Yeah, oh, all right. We're going to go chase the tennis ball. <laughs> all right, so uh, Santa Monica, you can find them uh, out in their uh, underwear and um, between 4 and 8 uh, over at the Structure Place and uh, KTLA. Uh, you can turn that on and find them. Do you guys have to go in your underpants on KTLA? Uh, yeah, most likely we'll be. <laughs> this, this whole underwear thing's becoming a double-edged sword, as far as I can tell. First off, <laughs> these guys have dreams. They wake up, they dream they're in their clothing. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like on one hand you get all these chicks and you look great and all that kind of stuff. On the other hand, you got to go everywhere in your underpants. But you don't have to drive over there in your underwear, do you? We've often that could be fun. Right. Right. Maybe we should try that tomorrow. <laughs> all right, and uh, they are in their underpants now, ladies who are listening. Mark, yeah, you're 17. Hey, what's up? What's going on? You've been on hold for 90 minutes. <laughs> oh, Mark is desperate. Right Listen, um, I have good, like, friendship friendships with girls, you know? But then I try to get, like, with them, and I try to go out with them, but they don't want to, like, be in, like, a relationship because they don't want to ruin the friendship. Mm -hmm. And if I try to have a relationship, if I start off, I try too hard, and I really just screw it up. Yeah. Yeah, you're like everybody. I mean, not like you guys, but all the uh, uh, the guys who didn't uh, get to be underwear models. You are, you know, at 17, all guys are screwy, and they're, uh, they're little, they don't have their technique polished uh, too well. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you end up being friends with everybody. Well, I mean, I have, like, really good relationships with girls. I have more girlfriends than I have guy friends, but yeah. it's just, like... Friends. For example, I've known this girl for maybe a month now. She just transferred into my chemistry class. Yeah. And it's for the like last week and a half we've been talking and like hanging out together and stuff and uh Yeah, but you don't you're not a closer. You don't know how to close the deal. Yeah. And the problem is 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 if you can't close the deal you become friends and then each day you see them on a uh, as a friend, it becomes more and more awkward you then making a move in another direction. 
And uh, the problem is, is you keep getting yourself in deeper and deeper. And before you know it, six months or two semesters has gone by. And they're telling you, uh, they're, you know, you're over at their place picking out sweaters with them because they have a date that night. And they want to look hot for, uh, for uh, some guy that you hate. And the and, jealousy factor comes in. Right. Then you start right. getting weird, and then she can't figure out why you're being weird. You're just asking to pick out a sweater, and it, it, you end up uh, turning homosexual and killing yourself. It's a horrible <laughs> It's a horrible scenario. So what you have to do is the, the amount of courage that you need to not go the friendship route at the beginning is fairly minimal. The amount you need to make the move six months into it is, is a, is, well, could yeah. uh, fill the hull of a tanker, right? So w what do you do, Drew? I just want to get you involved in the show for a change. Oh, no, no. I was giving Drew's thinking about going home. Look, there's a lot of the voices yeah, okay. here to you participate. Make the, you make the move early. Yes. Right. Always be aggressive. Well, you you, right. you don't be afraid point. to assert yourself and be present. It's a It's a fear of failure, fear of rejection, and also maybe a fear of getting sucked in, too. I mean, a fear of success in the relationship. So he's got, he's got to figure out what it is he wants and then go directly but after understand it. that women get asked out all the time. They don't take offense to that. Hey, look, they like friends. They appreciate good friends, and they're going to be looking harder yeah. for that than anything else. Just, just, don't use that. The, just don't use the Beavis and Butthead approach. You know? <laughs> <laughs> not, that, just, not that aggressive. We just go squeeze something. <laughs> Angela. Hi. What's going on? You're 22. Yeah, here's the situation. I have a boyfriend, and he's bipolar. Uh -huh. And when he's at his very best, he's like perfect boyfriend, okay? Then when he's at his worst, which, you know, is really sometimes pretty bad, he's like the boyfriend from hell. And when he's perfect boyfriend, I tend to believe everything he says because, you know, that's what I want to believe. Everything sounds good, love, 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 all that stuff. When he's... The boyfriend from hell, I have, you know, of course I don't believe what he's telling me. Is he, not, is he not taking his medicine? He's not, he, well, he was on medicine about a year ago, yeah. and he, um, two different medications. And, and he why had, isn't he taking it anymore? Well, he had periods where he would go through and it, he would get, like, dizzy, and um, his heart would race, so he stopped taking it. So he decided he doesn't need it anymore? Well, no, he decided, well, that doctor sort of... Him over by Angela, high. Angela, I want you to listen to yourself here. Not only do you distort who he is really, but you're so busily defending him, you can't even answer my questions directly. Okay. He one day decided he didn't want to take his medicine. No, he decided he went. To, he told the doctor, and the doctor tried to change it to give him less of one of the pills. Right, and he decided yeah. he didn't want to take his medicine anymore. Right. Okay, that's the point. Right, and that's what purgatory And that's what bipolars do. They they very they're very noncompliant. They miss their highs. They are very difficult to treat, and sometimes difficult to find the right medication. But it is a, it is a very much of a biological disorder that should be treated with medication. It's not the doctor's fault. It's up to your boyfriend to continue and pursue treatment yeah. because this can be treated with medication right. very effectively. All right, listen, we got the uh, we got the structure guys for about another six minutes, Drew. You guys want you want to take one on? You, you uh, asked me to get involved. Upper re respiratory uh, difficulty or something on there? Oh, for Christ's sake, Drew, shut up! Shut Drew's <laughs> mic off, would you? I'll go home. Go home. Be off. Go. Go. No, go ahead. We don't need you. Just go ahead. Seriously. We're going we're gonna to do like three minutes and go to commercial. Go ahead. Just go. Please. I, I command you to leave. Because you want me to, I'm not going to. Shawnee. Shanti. All right. That's enough. It says Shawnee on there. Come on now. You're 15. What do you want? Um. Well... My boyfriend and I have been together for a month, and he's quite a bit older than me. And 
I'm pretty much a... You, you want to have sex with him? Well, I don't know if I want to have sex with him yet, but I want to be doing more than what we're doing. What, um, where... How can you have a... Where are your parents? Upstairs. All right. And uh, they know you're dating a 22-year-old guy? Yeah. You know why he's moving along slowly, uh, sexually? Your dad put a shotgun under his chin, like I would do. No. That's what I would do. If my, uh, I, I'm going to uh, have your penis sent to the lab on a daily basis, if I find my um, daughter's prints on uh, your penis or anywhere uh, near the groin, I will uh, come back and pull the trigger. What is your dad thinking? What the hell are you thinking? 22. It's not like, we, well, we met at like a place where I hang out. And oh, okay. Well, that, that's that makes not it okay. Like yeah. I looked at him and said, oh, my God, he's 22. I want to go out with him. I looked at him and said, he's fine. I want to go out with him. So. Yeah, but don't you think, hey, let me ask the uh, structure dudes here. Uh, Rusty, don't you, think, don't you think something's inherently wrong with a 20? How old are you, Rusty? I'm 25. All right. But uh, who, who, who here is closest to 22? 20. I'm 20. You're 20. All right. You you wouldn't you couldn't imagine going out with a fifteen year old, could you? No, I can't. Unless she was a really good piece of ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Could, Which I have in the past. No. Two years from now, could you imagine going out with someone who's in the ninth or tenth grade? No, I, I don't go below eighteen. That is uh, that is it's 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 it's, uh, it's pathetic. I mean, it's it's criminal. Thank God he's not having sex with you. But anyway, that's not the question here, Ashanti. What's your problem? I don't have a problem. Yeah, but what what kind of chaos do you come from that you're you're dating a 22 year old guy when you're what what grade are you in? Tenth. The tenth grade. Yeah. And you're dating a guy who uh, had he graduated he would have graduated uh, four years ago. Yeah, he graduated. Oh, he did. Yeah. But that was just last summer, right? No. Six <laughs> year program. Summer school. All right. So your only question is how how to get this guy in the sack. Well, well, I don't necessarily want to have sex with him yet. All right, then don't. Just don't. Period. Well, Don't I want do him it. to do more than what he's doing now. Well, maybe maybe there's some vestige of uh, humanity left in him, and he's holding back a little bit, which is the appropriate thing. Understandable. And he's got some judgment left over, and uh, maybe hold back a couple years. Well, it, 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 do your parents know? Do my parents know that I'm dating him? Or that I went... Now, do they know that the structure guys are going to be down at the uh, Santa Monica <laughs> place in their underwear from 4 to 8 tomorrow? Well, my parents know that I'm dating him, and me and my mom have talked, and like, they like him a lot. Oh, boy. We all did a uh, lurch little, at the same little, time. What's that going on there? Oh, I, I, her, she needs to be uh, plucked out of this uh, family, and then the house needs to be torched. Well, uh, I can't be plucked out of this family. <laughs> I was adopted into this family. I've tried to move out many times. How old were you when you were adopted into it? Huh? I was at birth. You tried to move out many times? Yeah. So why? Were they abusing you? No, I'm, it's just that I get, I get sick of things and I get to my boiling point. I mean, I've been sent to the mental hospital. I've been oh, okay. in counseling. And oh, all right. So you have problems. Like, okay. No, uh, my problems are my family. Uh, okay. Well, part of having problems is not thinking you have a problem. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to. I don't want to bum your high, Shanti. But that is one of the main uh, one of the main components to having a problem is uh, thinking other people have problems. It's uh, it's not my problem. It's the Internal Revenue's uh, problem, the government's problem. Oh boy. Okay. I'm um, I'm gonna go kill myself, but I'll be back after this. Loveline's phone number is one eight hundred Love one nine one. Love Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. We'll be right back. Coalition and the Ad Council. And 
discretion on the part, yeah. Just uh, telling Rusty and uh, Yvonne and uh, Matt about... Yvonne? <laughs> what I call Yvonics. you? Yvonics. Yvonics. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm falling apart. <laughs> hey, it's all right. It's tired tonight. Uh, anyway, about uh, farting on Drew in the TV show. Very exciting. <laughs> and I think uh, uh, the Love Line, the TV show, made uh, TV history when uh, Bobcat Goldthwaite broke wind on me during the show. And it was uh, audible, was it? and it was picked up. Uh, oh, he put his ass right up to my shoulder. He Smelled farted it. into the yeah, mic. That was the potency level. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I mean, the, the fart itself was a five. But the Cody point is, is hairs. when on TV <laughs> have you ever heard somebody break wind? Is, you know what I'm saying? No, I, that's no, rare. That's, yeah. No, not rare. I think it was a first. Oh, I think, always breaking down barriers. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So uh, you can find uh, the uh, structure guys on KTLA tomorrow morning uh, during the uh, KTLA morning, morning show, show and uh, in Santa Monica from 4 to 8 at the uh, structure store uh, in the Santa Monica Mall. And right? you guys come to see us, you get a free poster and free Polaroids and free t shirt. Oh, really? And All right, possibly. I'll be there. Little chubs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I maybe a reach around. All right. So until next time, this is Adam Crawler for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are not necessarily those of the staff or management or producers or directors or the advertising or anything. It might be Bob's. I'm Bob and they're mine. The producer of Loveline is Ann Wilkins. Loveline is a presentation of Westwood One Entertainment. <laughs> We now return you to your highly tested, regularly scheduled programming. Bye. You're listening to Tucson's New Rock. 92.1 KFMA. Green Valley, Tucson.